This is the Kate Daly Show. I want to be loved by you, just you, nobody else but you. All right, you know the iconic song. All right, welcome back. Uh, the only people I trust in gold and silver, the only people I trust with IRAs and getting backed by gold and silver and putting your money somewhere where it's protected is Birch Gold. And uh, I waited a long time to be able to deal and find with the company that I knew was going to actually help you because I don't have any other reason to take on uh, sponsors on this show. But let me just tell you, this company is amazing. And Ron Paul talks about them a lot. So you'll probably see him talking about them quite a bit. But it's, um, it's a situation where right now you have opportunities to back your IRAs to back your retirement with gold. So take advantage of it. Text 989898, that number, 9898, how easy, 989898. And text my name, Kate. And they'll give you some free information that you can look over. It's free. And moving your stuff to gold back can be free too. And that you can also get gold bars with their uh, Black Friday special right now that's going on. Take advantage of that. That's free gold bars. I mean. Come on. That's huge. Is anyone else offering you that? I don't think so. Um, so Birch Gold is, is that good. Um, and they've got wonderful articles every single day, by the way. Um, talking about where we're at currency-wise. And we'll be talking to them in, um, not next Tuesday, but the following, okay? And by the way, I have a huge, um, I have 20 shows, about 20 shows that are truth about, truth about this, truth about that shows. That will be... Um, on SoundCloud at katedallyradio.com, you can go check those out. They're special shows from the archives that I put together that will interest you. And you'll want to hear some of these things. And uh, you can listen to them while you're traveling or what have you, or just home. Um, but they're so fun to listen to. And so uh, you can go to SoundCloud and get those. And it's on the bottom of katedallyradio.com. So make sure and do that. Um, but that's my Thanksgiving gift to you. <laughs> so, okay. So it's... Uh, it gets it gets really strange because the photographs of Marilyn Monroe were handed over and suddenly she was quit her job at the factory to pursue modeling. Now, I want you to keep in mind when you look at this photo, this is how she showed up. OK, didn't even really have the makeup at the time that was put on later. But the but this is how she showed up and she was short. <laughs> she was also a little bit on the thicker side, okay, for a model. And, um, you know, the average size in America now is, you know, size 10, size 12. But back then, I mean, it was a little thinner. But at the same time, um, she wasn't like model material. The agency she signed with was the Blue Book Modeling Agency and with Emmeline Snively. And Emmeline Snively, the reason I'm saying it like that is just because she's a really obscure character that remained in Marilyn's life the whole time. Now, you guys know when you first get a job and you have a boss, you know, usually that's not the case. Usually it's you move on and you go to the next boss or whatever. But she stayed with her uh, for a long time. And the second that she met her, there's two different storylines. One storyline is we saw her and we and Emmeline Snively says and and she was married at a young age and we told her uh yeah you're not <laughs> you'll be lucky to get a job 
The other storyline that's told is they saw through this on this picture. They saw through this homely girl and called her the next door girl, very next door. And they said, oh, she, we could just see her shining. We could just see her shining throughout. But what's really crazy is um, there was a cartilage implant put into her chin, which was done in 1950. They had to change her hair. Her hair was way too curly. Um, they had to straighten it. They, she had to go, she had to have, um, cosmetic surgery on the tip of her nose. <laughs> okay. Um, they had to change the color of her hair. All right. And they basically took this person and said, we have to do all this stuff to you, but you're going to be a superstar. Now we all know there's lots of beautiful women in the world. Okay, and a lot of them wanted to be in Hollywood. They all wanted to be in Hollywood. But why her? Why was she picked out of this defense plant? And why was she was she was the one where they said, we're going to change everything about you. And then we're going to make you famous. You're short. You're on the heavier side. We have to change your hairline. You have a widow's peak. We have to take that away. We got to change the color of your hair. We got to straighten your hair. We got to do a chin implant. We got to change your complexion a little bit. We have to change everything about you. Everything. But, you're, but we see all this in you. It's strange. Be right back. I have more on Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I was born in 1938. I'm still very active. I swim in Lake Michigan all summer long. But before I started taking Balance of Nature, I was dragging. And I thought, what is wrong with me? I'm not getting old. I refuse to get old. So I had been watching your ads all these, you know, for a couple of years or so. And finally I thought, oh, I'm going to give it a try. And I'm telling you, I feel like a different person. I really do. You can tell by how strong my voice is. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount This is the Kate Daly Show. But I prefer a man who lives and gives expensive jewels. Oh. Watching her in that iconic uh, pink dress, boy, she looks completely different <laughs> than when she started out. Uh, it's not to say people can't make improvements, but it was very strange in the beginning of Marilyn Monroe that immediately they knew exactly what they were going to do to her. It wasn't like they put her out and people said, well, what, you know, we like this about her. We don't like that about her. She wasn't getting jobs. I mean, the, the, pretty much when she arrived on scene, they were pretty much going after exactly how she was going to look. And it was going to be completely different, even changing her name. Everything about her. Hmm. Crazy. All right. So going back, I just wanted to mention Balance of Nature. You know, I talk about this product because it actually works. It's actually really good. And uh, it's going to give you the health. You're going to give, give you your health back. And I, I really encourage you to take it. 
my whole family takes it. We love it. My kids won't go without it. And uh, that tells you a lot, doesn't it? When kids want to take something, that's huge um, because they can feel the difference. Focus is better. You know, sugar cravings are down. I mean, it really does its job and it really does its job for your health. Balanceofnature.com code word is Kate. 35% off and free shipping. They'll ship it out immediately. It has a money back guarantee. If you don't like it, send it back, but I think you're going to love it. Um, 31 fruits and vegetables a day. That's big. Okay, so I want to roll some tape for you. But um, so Emmeline Snively um, seems to be this this very, um, well, the Blue Book Agency, the Blue, the Blue Book Modeling Agency. Okay, um, so they discovered her in 1939, right? And, uh, and then, um, of course, she, had, she said she had lots of files on her, lots and lots of files for somebody that she really didn't believe in very much, which is kind of interesting. Now, I'm going to roll this tape for you. This was an, a, an interview done, and this was done the same month that Marilyn Monroe died. And I want you to detect, or I detected, that there was little emotion coming from Evelyn Snively, who was said to be a very good friend of Marilyn's. I think that she was Marilyn's handler, CIA handler. Um, but I'll get into that in just a second. But listen to the lack of emotion just after her death. Very, very strange. Here we go. And Marilyn Monroe was not a likely candidate for the role of sex goddess. You could begin the story of her rise to that estate in a number of places, but perhaps as good a place as any is at the Blue Book Modeling School in Hollywood. Its proprietor, Miss Emmeline Snively, was Marilyn Monroe's first mentor. Well, she first was brought in by a photographer in August 1945. When she was working in a defense plant, she had been in a beauty contest, and this man had shot some test shots of her and thought she might make a good model and brought the... Okay, I want to stop it right there for a second. She was in a beauty contest, and they, and they did some test shots even though the guy said he just randomly went in and she was working and had a little smudge on her face and her hair up in a hanky and took a photo of her. That was not very complimentary and that's what sold her. But it's interesting, the story just keeps changing and changing and changing all throughout history. It's very weird. Here you go. And brought the Kodachromes in to show me. And what made you think then that she had the qualities which you would want as a model? Well, she was a clean, shining pleasant, expressive-faced little girl. Uh, we said the girl-next-door type. Mm. And um, she was wearing a little white dress. You wouldn't necessarily wear this on a photographic job, and it was as clean and white and ironed and shining as she was. But um, she had a great deal of expression, and um, she was very surprised, I believe, to be in the Ambassador Hotel where my office was. She looked at the board of of, the, of covered girls and said, oh, those girls are so pretty. But I thought what a wonderful little doll she would be on a cover someday. What did she look like when she first came to you, Miss Snively? Well, when she first came to us, she looked like the girl next door, as I said before, and she was in my casting directory that we get out of all the girls we represent and that go to modeling school. I have a picture here that you might be interested in seeing. She had what I call California blonde hair, which is darker in the winter and lighter in the summer because it's bleached on top. And it was really too curly. When she leaned over, it just stayed in the same uh, coiffure. It didn't mm. fall down as it should. So eventually, I talked her into it. And believe me, I had to talk her into anything that was 
not just natural and not just Norma Jean Doherty, which was her name then. She had to be talked into lightening it so that she was a blonde in the winter as well as in the summer. Interesting interview because there was three things that she mentioned. First of all, she wore the wrong dress, the wrong color. And so why, again, would you pick this person out of obscurity and say they're going to be the next big thing? Doesn't make any sense. The second thing is David Connolly runs right to Blue Book Model Agency at the Ambassador Hotel to show Emmeline Snively these photos. Why? How does he know her so well? The guy worked for the military. He was in intelligence, and it came out in later uh, biographies that he worked for intelligence. So why was he just randomly taking photos for the defense plant <laughs> to go and to say their advertising is really what the story was? But then he runs over and he has this relationship with Evelyn Snively, who, by the way, was an actress before she was the modeling person at the Ambassador Hotel in charge of this modeling agency to procure models. But I thought it was interesting. They never, ever explained the relationship between David Connolly and and her. And uh, if they were both working in intelligence, now that makes sense. But at the time, and in, in history and in biographies, they've never answered that question. How did those photos get there? Strange. The other thing is the Ambassador Hotel was known as the hotel in Hollywood where all the dignitaries came and, and hung out, where a um, lot of stuff going on. And there was a reason Blue Book Modeling Agency was located right in the heart of where they had all these dignitaries, where Maine Hollywood actually uh, did their thing. There was a, there was a, um, they did, you know, music there. They did all kinds of things. They had a huge stage, but it was a, it was known as a CIA hub. So the modeling agency, again, in the side, this hub, strange. The other thing was, was, um, it was said in interviews with Snively that she, um, sent Marilyn away for classes to be trained in a whole lot of things for quite a while. And then she emerged from that training, ready to make all those changes, ready to do all of those things. That's a little strange, too. Um, but they never, ever said what the training was. And if you notice, again and again, in the, even in the interview, it was like the unlikely star, <laughs> the unlikely model, over and over and over again. Emmeline Snively, who I think was her handler, was also the person who introduced her into the movies, coincidentally. <laughs> dual role. I mean, this woman gets around, you know, she, she's the one that gets her into modeling. She's the one, because if you're going to sign a modeling contract, not necessarily the same as doing a TV contract. So Marilyn could have gone to anyone else, but she was the one that handled that as well and got her in, at least introduced her to all of these people. So it's kind of strange. And uh, Strasburg uh, acting Strasburg, that was all associated with Russia at the time too. So these pictures get there. She turns out to be this model, even though she has no experience, wears the wrong thing, has the wrong hair, has a widow's peak, needs a chin implant, needs a nose implant, <laughs> changes her complexion, um, straightens her hair, and then also changes her name. Okay. And then, of course, they had a whole team working on her. Hmm. Interesting. And then, uh, so they started training her. And then they also say very little is known about the training years where she was trained. Nobody knows where she went. Nobody knows what happened with all of that. It was just sort of like the years of training. Strange. Okay. And uh, then they kept saying that Emmeline Snively was her model mom. And did you detect the lack of emotion? I thought that was really strange. 
Not a single tear, not a single worried look. In fact, in the interview, she's smiling the whole time, talking about this, talking about uh, Marilyn Monroe, who was her close friend, they said. Hmm. Didn't seem to bother her at all that the friend just, uh, I think, got murdered. But uh, anyway, so on Marilyn, it's interesting. When I come back, I want to discuss the possibility that she was an asset and that that's what she was to JFK. A lot of people think she was the lover of JFK. I disagree. Be right back, and I'll show you why. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Deep Dive Friday. And by the way, we're not dead today. We're supposed to be dead today. (laughs) Be right back. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. You know, the deep dives are my favorite. If you want to ask me what kind of radio I like to do, it's the uh, going in and just doing some homework on the situation when it doesn't seem right. <laughs> and uh, this, These stories today really did not seem right to me, so I'm going to give you kind of a different perspective, and then you can do your own homework and your own research, but this is kind of where I'm going with these things. Uh, So I'll I'll kind of tell you what I found, and then you can decipher um, what you want. That's how it works. Isn't that great? That's America. It's called free speech. (laughs) I like that. Um, All right, so... Please visit my sponsors, preparewithkate.com, get you into my Patriot Supply, which is awesome. Pre- go, but go to preparewithkate.com and then the show gets credit. And I thank you for that because it's amazing. Um, please get some things. And you know what? Great gifts, by the way, for Christmas and Black Friday sales like crazy. And uh, if the lights go out like they were supposed to today, look, um, you just never know. Now that I think the rocket launches tomorrow, I, I, Elon's thing, who knows? But I'm just saying that. Be prepared for everything. And my Patriot Supply has the most killer deals right now. Um, also, uh, go to MyPillow.com and grab some sheets. They are amazing. And they're on a Black Friday special. So you can't go wrong there. They're, they're incredible. And they hold up well. Oh, my gosh. They wash perfectly. And I'm a betting freak. So I'm telling you that that's good. These products are amazing. And this is what I give as gifts, too. Um, all right. So let's go back uh, to, to Marilyn for just a moment. Um, if you noticed in the video with Emmeline Snively, she's kept talking about her pleasant personality. <laughs> she was pleasant. Um, I'm sorry, but the, you know all they could say in history in the biographies was she would say, hello, everybody. And then everybody would answer, hello. And they, and they said there was something really special about her. <laughs> and I'm going... Was it that special or was she somebody that you could easily manipulate because she had a past that was um, her biological father was in film and um, she went from foster care to foster care. And a lot of people in that situation, not a lot, I shouldn't say a lot. That's not fair. There's people in that situation that end up in Hollywood, major influencers, and um, she could be manipulated and she worked at this defense factory, although they don't really readily admit that, by the way. They just say a factory. Why? Because they don't want you constantly thinking that she was with government all the time. That's why. Um, and so when I looked back on, on this, they also said that her knees locked. She had double-jointed knees. This is what Emmeline Snively said. She couldn't relax her hips. <clears throat> she couldn't do a fashion show. 
to save her life. Um, and I'm still trying to figure out what they saw in her <laughs> because she was everything that um, you can't be as a model. Short, overweight, <laughs> uh, widow's peak that they wanted to get rid of. She didn't have the chin. She didn't have the nose. She didn't have the complexion. She also um, wore everything that was wrong, couldn't walk, knock kneed. <laughs> I'm sorry, what, what did they see? Unless they just saw somebody that they were going to turn into the character of Marilyn Monroe so that Marilyn Monroe could influence and be out there and be this, be this icon. But then you probably should ask at that moment, if you're a critical thinker, but what else? Why they go to all this trouble? Well, at the time, you know, they had this thing called the, um, I think it was called the 118. Uh, and um, this was, this was at a time when, by the way, remember the ambassador hotel, cause she was a constant there and that's where everybody hung out in world war ii all the servicemen hung out there and and it was a big big deal um but uh and it turned out a lot of stars uh judy garland uh bing crosby nacking cole dorothy dangerous all these ones right also marlene dietrich who was a known spy who the fbi had a file on a lot of people so there was this uh, particular um, part of the military that was a branch of the military that a lot of the guys went into because a lot of the guys have a record of working in the military for exactly two years, exactly, and then out. Strange, but okay. Not unheard of. Just it's, It just seems they have all that in common. That's the one common denominator for most of them. And, uh, and also, um, it, it just... It just the whole story of this, Marlene Dietrich, um, we had well-known people that used stars as um, conveyor belts for information, and they would go to countries, and then they would not be suspected, right? Because if you have a star land, you're not going to suspect that they're doing anything, right? You're not going to suspect that anything's going on, but straight up, they're visiting for a movie. It was called the 18th AAF base unit, the motion, motion picture unit. Um, in fact, Reagan was actually, uh, a captain there and, um, they did a lot of the movies, propaganda movies. Uh, they did Clark Gable, William Holden, Alan Ladd, uh, John Sturgis, uh, Ronald Reagan transferred from the Calvary reserve was a captain in this unit, the motion picture unit. And, um, he was a personal uh, personnel officer and was responsible for maintaining personnel files. A lot, a lot of the stars have this in common. At the time. So it wasn't unheard of to use stars in this way. And what's kind of fascinating is in the book Inheritance, which is one of those books you kind of must read, The Inheritance, wow, by Christopher and Michelle Fulton. They were actually going to come on the show today, um, but there was a hiccup. They couldn't come. So I I just wanted to mention the book, The Inheritance, Poison Fruit of the JFK Assassination, because I tell people to read it. It's a fascinating, it's a fascinating account. But because... Uh, JFK wanted to out the CIA. Now, he was very Democrat, okay? He was kind of a moderate Republican today, but Democrat back then, loved social the socialism kind of bills and things like that. But there was something unique about him in that he, he, he saw the CIA getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and he wanted to out it. And this was probably one of the things, one of the major things that caused his death, death by CIA, okay? Um, and, they, and he created this, this covert network of spies. And this is what it talks about in The Inheritance when it's trying to tell you the story, the real story of JFK. 
And they said civilians who would allow him to communicate with world leaders in private, people he knew and trusted um, from journalistic backgrounds, diplomatic corps in Hollywood, Hollywood, Marilyn Monroe. And he would he was able to gain secret intelligence that he couldn't have gotten any other way. And that in her famous role as Marilyn Monroe, her Russian code name was Masha. And she helped with secret communications regarding the president's efforts to end the Cold War. And she ultimately paid for it with her life. Now, you might say that this was a good thing that she was doing to end the Cold War. So does that mean that she was procured and designed and invented by the, by the CIA, okay, the early CIA at that time, to be a Marilyn Monroe? but that maybe she wanted to pass along different information and not the information that they wanted to be passed along. Could be. Is that what got her killed? Very interesting question, isn't it? Think about that. And she paid for it with her life. The CIA, the Pentagon, Washington's powerful, were outraged um, when Kennedy kept choosing women to come in and out of the, the White House. And the code had always been no outsiders, but the president's methods were working and it maybe could have been kind of brilliant. Interesting. So now I got to talk about JFK and some little known things about JFK that most people just aren't aware of that are registered as fact, but most people aren't aware of. I'll come right back. So now you have to stay with me to hear the rest of this, don't you? Be right back. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Code Kate.